you guys want the Vikings to beat the Packers this weekend in a big-time game on New Year's Eve, don't jinx this football team. Drop a like on today's video, and let's get right into it. What's going on, guys? Coming up on today's show, we're going to be discussing who is quarterback one for the Vikings this weekend as Kevin O'Connell pretty much hinted that it is an open battle. And then also, we're going to be diving into a full-on Green Bay Packers preview, what you guys need to know heading into this matchup. Let's kick it straight to Kevin O'Connell talking about the quarterback one position because Nick Mullins, he threw four interceptions this past weekend, and we knew he was going to get questions saying, are you going to turn to Jaron Hall or go back to Josh Dobbs? And he said all three will be considered to start this Sunday against the Packers, and I kind of like that. I actually do believe that is the right call. But in my opinion, if I was the head coach for the Vikings, I think Jaron Hall needs to start. Um, listen, this was the fifth-round pick you selected out of BYU. He looked good in that one uh, drive against the Atlanta Falcons. But I think you need to find out what you have in Jaron Hall before you try to figure out anything else heading into this offseason. Because let's just say Jaron Hall looks good and he maybe gets the Vikings to the playoffs. I think he'd be sitting there thinking, like, that could be our backup quarterback if we want to bring Kirk Cousins back, which I think 99% is uh, likely to happen. But Jaron Hall against the Falcons, man, I thought he looked good on that one drive. Obviously not a large sample size, 5 of 6, 78 yards, also at 11 yards on the ground, and we know he has that dual threat ability. He had it at BYU, um, and he was a dog in college as well. But overall, with Jaron Hall, what I saw against the Falcons, I think it proved to me just a little bit um, enough that he needs to be the starting quarterback this weekend because we know Nick Mullins. Like, we know who Nick Mullins is as a quarterback, and I think the stats against the Lions honestly perfectly describe who he is. Over 400 yards with two touchdowns. You're like, oh, that's great. Nick Mullins is throwing the ball over the lot. But he also had four interceptions. Like, that's who he's been in his NFL career. He'll put up a lot of yards. He'll put up some touchdowns. But he will also turn the ball over. And honestly, those four turnovers, a little generous. He also threw on the Brian Branch that he just straight up dropped. So it probably should have been five. And we know who he is. Like, we know kind of his max potential in the NFL. And that's why I do think we should go to a guy like Jaron Hall. Because, listen, I'm not saying he could be like that next fifth rounder to turn out like a Dak Prescott or a Brock Purdy. And you're like, oh, we maybe have a franchise quarterback. But I'm an optimistic guy. And I want to kind of just see what we have. And also, I do want to make this point. For all the fans out there that want to go to Josh Dobbs and all, I just think that's a cooked product. I think it was a good kind of two-week stretch. But then once other defensive coordinators throughout the NFL were able to kind of watch him film on him, the magic all sort of ended. So I don't think Josh Dobbs is an option. I would go Jaron Hall. But I'll ask you guys, pick a QB for me. If you were Kevin O'Connell, who are you rolling out there this Sunday in a standalone primetime game on Sunday Night Football with playoff chances, um, obviously, um, Wayne, in that game? But type 16 for Jaron Hall. 12 for Nick Mullins, 15 for Josh Dobbs. Let me know what you guys think down below. Coming up here just around the corner, like I said, full-blown Packers preview, everything you need to know heading into the game, and then also some uh, keys to victory at the tail half. But I do want to give a huge shout-out to today's sponsor, and that is Prize Picks. I love using Prize Picks. There are a lot of boring, you know, primetime NFL games going on right now. How do you make them more entertaining? Download Prize Picks and go to prizepicks.com slash CLNS. Use code C-L-N-S, and you guys will get a first deposit match up to $100. What is Prize Picks? It's daily fantasy made easy. How do you play? All you got to do, choose two or more players. You're going to choose more or less on some projected stat types, and you guys can start seeing the cash rolling today. This is the lineup I'm rocking with for this Sunday in the NFL. I'm going to stick with Justin Jefferson. I'm going more than 88.5 receiving yards for him. 
Josh Allen. The Bills are hot right now. I'm going to ride the hot hand there as well. More than 238 and a half passing yards. And then speaking of hot hands, this man Joe Flacco has been on a tear over the past couple of weeks. I'm going to go more than 232 and a half passing yards. If you guys want to fade my picks or if you want to ride with my picks, I would highly recommend doing so. Make sure you guys do do it at PrizePicks. PrizePicks.com slash CLNS and use that promo code CLNS for a first deposit match up to $100. Link for that in the comment section and description of today's show. So before we dive into everything around the Green Bay Packers, clap it up to Jair Alexander for this one. Uh, Jair's up there as one of my uh, more unlikable players in the NFL, I will say, and he's going to be suspended um, for uh, contact or conduct. If you guys didn't know, um, he rolled out there at the uh, at the uh, coin toss uh, before the game, and he's not a captain for the Packers. And he went out there. He said he wanted to choose defense. But if you say defense at a coin toss, it means you want to start on defense for the beginning of the game and at halftime. So you pretty much are supposed to say defer. He ended up getting suspended for that. And it's probably a good thing because if we guys uh, remember early on this year, Jordan Addison cooked him in the first matchup. And then also over his career, Justin Jefferson has just gotten the best of Jair Alexander. So probably a good thing for him. But I'll tell you what, I'm excited to see Justin Jefferson Maybe Jordan Addison still dealing with that ankle sprain. Really go at this Packers defense, who frankly just hasn't been too good this year. Uh, shockingly enough, the Packers have a ton of first-round talent on that side of the football. they got a lot of talent on all three levels, but their defense has not uh, shown up this year at all. They're 22nd in yards per game, giving up 337.6. 13th in pass defense because they do have a decent secondary. Obviously, and, you know, when you do have Jair Alexander, even though we just clowned him a little bit, he is a pretty solid corner but overall the Packers defense is gettable this season and on the offensive side of the fall uh football they're actually a way better team than uh they started off this year they're already up to 11th in points per game at 22.2 about middle and pack of for uh, yards per game as well but they got weapons over there a great receiving core just like we have here in uh Minnesota but the Packers offense Definitely their strong point of uh, their football team. But before we dive into some keys to victory, let me know who you guys got in this must-win game. If you want the Vikings to make the playoffs, give me a V for the Vikings or give me a P for the Packers. Comment who you guys got down below. So keys to victory. Let's dive into number one here. Uh, it's got to be clean football. This has been the storyline of the Vikings seasons. It's uh, turnovers, turnovers, and more turnovers. Every single game the Vikings have lost this year, they have lost a turnover battle. And that's why they have 30 turnovers this season, which is second most in the NFL. And a fun fact, over the last two seasons, when Kevin O'Connell has been the head coach, when the Vikings win the turnover battle, they are undefeated. This should be the number one key to victory every single week. Just clean football. Again, it's like a chalk kind of take right there. But just play clean football. You have a great chance to win the football game. Like I was showing the Packers defense earlier, they're 30th against the run. The Vikings have to establish some sort of run game because the Vikings are one of the worst rushing offenses in the National Football League. Rushing for under 100 a game, 3.9 yards per carry, just was never able to, even back when Alexander Madison was healthy and Ty Chandler was fully healthy and they had their whole kind of arsenal of running backs there, they could still never establish a uh, solid run game. So that's got to be another one, kind of those must-haves this weekend against the Packers. And I do... Kind of, and I guess you could play both sides of this for the Packers and the Vikings, but if you want to make the playoffs, you go win this football game. If you drop this football game, your chances go down to 4%. If you win, they go up to 50%. And the way it's shaking out right now, I mean, the Rams and Seahawks are playing really good football, so it's going to be tough for the, one of those two to drop a game, but the Rams do have to go to San Francisco, so keep that in mind. And Seattle, you know, they could drop a game to the Steelers this weekend. But the Vikings are going to have to jump one of those guys, and them sitting at 7-8 and eight right now, 
you're going to have to have some sort of sense of urgency in this game. That's why I say you play Jaron Hall, kind of play with house money there. But, you know, this is a big-time game for the Vikings and also the Packers there as well at 7-8. and eight. And then also this one. Let the playmaker shine. Uh, let Justin Jefferson do his thing. I felt so bad following that Detroit Lions loss. Justin Jefferson put the team on his back. He had that crazy third and 27 completion where it reminded me just like the catch he had versus the Bills last season. Skied up over two players. And, you know, listen, I do think he's the best football or best wide receiver in the National Football League. You can debate Tyreek Hill, and I get it. Tyreek Hill is tremendous. But some of the plays Justin Jefferson makes, like I when I watch him, I think he is not just – the best receiver in the National Football League right now. I think he's got all-time great potential. Like, I would not shock me one bit. If we look back at the end of his career, he's top five in almost every statistical category, and we're like, man, he was one of the best receivers we have ever seen in this league. Just get him the freaking football. He's going to be best player on the field Sunday. Don't overthink it. Find 18 all Sunday long. But wrap it up here. Predict the score for me. Vikings versus Packers this Sunday night. What do you guys think it's going to be? I said earlier this week, I'm going 23-17 Vikings in a close game down the stretch, but I uh, do got the Vikings coming out on top. Let me know your guys' thoughts below. Also, my Twitter right here, at Pat Teeps, tweeting about the Vikings all year long. Give me a follow. Link for that in the comment section and description of today's show.